0: Well good evening ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast, FYI. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. It is 9.39 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here in Southern Ontario. It is the 18th of September. Thank you for joining me. Misinformation and disinformation. Is there a difference? Come on and join me. Thank you for joining me, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. This is the 18th of September. And what else is it? This is the official last weekend of summertime. I can't believe it. And also, this this is the last weekend, the first time in over two years that you know, the Western Fair here in London, Ontario, you know, even the exhibition in Toronto, this the uh, Canada's Wonderland and, you know, uh, water parks, <laughs> you know, that was able to have, you know, just in a full entire summer of just fun in the sun, you know, uh, without any restrictions and, you know, just so exciting, but I'm, I'm sad, you know, I'm sad that, you know, this is the last weekend of the official summer. You know, Tuesday, whenever fall arrives, well, like Wednesday is the very first full day of fall, Um, you know, people embrace it. You know, people love the colors, the changing of the leaves and, and stuff like that. And that's all great. You know, it's, it's a sight to see here across Canada um, and stuff like that. But what follows after that is winter. Um, you know, I just can't embrace it. I just can't. You know, I haven't be, 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 being able to embrace, you know, what comes after fall and that, and probably by the fact that, you know, all my life, you know, I, I've driven in that shit, you know, it's just, you know, and, and, I, I'm older now, obviously, and it's just that it just doesn't, it just doesn't not you know, I, I can't, I can't, I mean, summertime is my time, that's my time of year, it's my favorite time of year, to feel the sunshine, to, to, to feel the warmth, you know, um, yeah, it's, it's hard to um, accept what's coming next. You know, I guess, I, I guess that's probably the feeling for a lot of people as we get older. You know, we just don't have any use for it. You know, that, that, that sort of stuff. But, you know, to to even think about that, you know, this is the very official last weekend of the summer season. we adapt, we go forward, we move on and things like that. So anyways, that's just me, you know, I just, I'm not a winter person. I'm just not, you know. So anyways, you know, ladies and gentlemen, um, despite what's going on, you know, here in Canada, like the rest of the world, To, you know, I mean, we have the homeless crisis. We have the healthcare crisis. We have the opiate crisis. We have the housing crisis. You know, it just, it just goes on and on and on. You know, there's no... You know, there's just, it's an open door to all kinds of conversations. It really is. It truly is. So I've talked about this before. And it doesn't hurt to come back and rehash what I've talked before on this show. Right? Because it's a social issue. And it's gone on far too long. And what are we going to do about it? What are we going to do about it? What are we going to do about misinformation and disinformation? Now, it can, it can, those two things involve everybody we all've heard stories and we talk about it with other people and the story goes down the line and information is missing and misinformation as the story gets longer. And there's no intent to mislead people when it comes to misinformation. It's just what we hear. So false information that is spread regardless of intent to mislead put a flag in the second half of this defamation It will be important later on. The spread of information happens often in our everyday lives. We human beings, new flash, news flash, are not perfect. We can all make mistakes. We all forget things, we mishear, misinterpret, misremember details. We tell our friends something we heard on TV or saw on social media. That wasn't really true. If you're spreading around information that is wrong, but you don't know that it's wrong. Then you are well technically spreading misinformation. We may do it unconsciously, not even thinking about it. we get things mixed up. And when we say misinformation is an everyday thing, we mean for, well, here's an example. Say a party starts at 8 p.m. And you forget or misread the invitation and tell your friends it starts at nine p.m. You are supplying them with misinformation. You're not calling the fact that you know you heard it wrong. The key here is that you unwittingly spread false information around you. You didn't mean to do that or even might have thought that the information was true. You know, same thing, you know, same thing is, it's like, you know, you're going on a blind date and you set up a date and you say, oh, they're going to be at nine o'clock and you mean eight o'clock and you show up at nine o'clock and. You tell them 8 and you show up at 9 and it's like, oh, didn't I tell you it was 9 p.m.? You know, misinformation doesn't care about intent. And it is so simply in term for any kind of wrong or false information. Hey, how you doing? Oh this is Chrissy. So tonight I want to talk about misinformation and dis- and disinformation. And I'm sh- I I you know uh, I'm pretty sure you you know you, you can understand the difference between misinformation and disinformation. Right? Well, you know what? Um Why why don't you, you know, why don't you call in to me right now? And I'll be happy to talk to you. Hello? Hey, how are you?
1: Hi, I'm a little bit better now. I had a very uh exhausting day honestly today and I believe the other day I've been on this podcast for hours it's not a bad thing though because you know my kids they're safe with my mom um but it's just when I'm depressed and and I'm at my lowest I love getting out of the house so they don't feel that negativity and I just like you know what I mean like I try to I try to calm myself alone no matter how long it takes because I know I have more dark days ahead of me before things maybe get better. I mean, I, I don't know. It's like, everything's in the air, in the air, but I came here and so far I've, thank God I've come across a lot of people that have been good to me so far, so far.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, it's really important that you have people that want to um, support you. Yes. Right. Yeah, because. Go ahead.
1: Oh, because at home, I don't all I have is my mom and she's not very she's not your typical mom that you can go to for problems. I mean, she knows what the issue is, but right now she's giving me tough love. So she's more like, well, you did this problem so you get yourself out of it, you know. Uh, But the problem is, is that she doesn't know. She doesn't know how like badly i'm taking this problem this is the first problem in my entire life where I actually felt like ending my life because my most depressed moments is during the night and during early in the morning when i wake up because i have nightmares a lot and i mean it's just a basically it's just an ugly person that has ruined my life and he continues to ruin my life i i don't know i don't want to talk too much about it again but I don't know if he could be destroying my life on social media. I mean, he has all that power to do so. And even, you know, he could, there's some things that he could take me to court for that, you know, would destroy me as well. Um, especially cause I'm a mom and, and stuff like that. But I'm just trying to move on with my life. Everybody here is like, go find something to do. Don't stop and, and think about what's happened. Just move on and more than likely him and his new girlfriend, they'll move on, which is what I'm hoping for.
0: Yeah, you know, the, 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 um, the problem with social media, it it gives those people that, that power, um, to spread bad things about people, you know, and, and whether they are true or not, that's not the point but it can be very harmful.
1: Yes, exactly. And that's what I was telling everybody here because they were like, don't care what they say about you, whether it's true or not. But see, I just, whenever that happens, people like me, they feel cyberbullied and attacked. And then your whole personal, because this guy knows everything about me. So your whole personal life is on the internet, which is my worst nightmare because I'm always a private person. I've never been a social media freak. um. So for him to, to, for somebody to do that, it causes people like me to just want to end their life because then we feel like we can't come back from it. This is something that, that's why they say once it's on the internet, it's on there forever. There's no, yes, it is. yeah.
0: Yes, it is. I, I, I did an episode um, a little while back about bullying.
1: Mm-hmm
0: and what and um when i when i you know from from the days when i was in grade school it was in, in the schoolyard and then you know when the internet happened you know in the 80s going into the 90s uh it became cyberbullying. so you know it gave those those perpetrators that opportunity to do it online so it never it never really stopped.
1: Yeah, I right? mean, they came up with a few laws, you know, when it comes to like uh, naked pictures. So now you you can't do that. There's it's called revenge porn, which is good. And then a little bit of uh, certain bullying, like in schools, they've they somewhat have taken care of that. Like the charges are probably not super serious, but it's something still there. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as anything else um people's private business like I said whether it's true or not being put on social media to where you're destroying their life just because you felt like maybe they're trying to destroy your life even though they're not trying to they should come up with more laws for that because I've made it clear to this guy look don't put my personal business out there don't uh put my children's business out there and he's already ignoring those things of what I said so I, think, yeah, I, you
0: know. I, I can't, I, I was reading this article, I can't remember this guy's name, but he had this social media platform that, you know, people would post certain things on his platform and he would use it to hit to his advantage, you know, and, and get people to do things before he would even consider removing it. And it, and it entailed, um, sexual things or else he's going to keep this platform. He's going to keep you on, on, on the worldwide web, you know, until you gave into his demands. Wow. You know, it's just absolutely it, it, you know, it's just absolutely insane how far people would go. And like you, you're saying this individual, you know, you know, maybe, you know he thinks that he has something over your head and he's going to keep using this against you and it's gonna it, he's gonna hurt you however however means he's gonna do it in. you know well, like let you me, say well i mean right quickly,
1: go right ahead. i'm sorry so right now so far he's blocked me from everywhere and erased certain things except youtube and I've done the same, um, but at the same time, that doesn't necessarily mean anything because he no. could still be saying my business. He could still be you know, doing whatever he wants. Now, everybody on this podcast, they said, well, that's because you were talking to him and bothering him and this and that. Um, so once you leave him alone, he'll fall off with that. He'll stop talking about it. His family will stop talking about it. And it'll be left alone which is what i'm hoping for it's kind of hard because we do have a child together uh that he is actually not involved with at all or anything but at the same time it's i don't know i'm just praying that everybody's right because like i said this can make or break me i'm a very i'm a very emotional uh, person and i got duped by him i got scammed i got lied to our our whole year of knowing each other. And I guess you could call it a relationship. I wouldn't really call it that. It was all a lie. Everything was all a lie with him. And I got fooled because he's one of those guys that hides behind God. He would always say, Oh, uh, you know, God loves you. Oh, this and this and that when I don't even think he believes in God, because he keeps getting with women that are like devil worshipers. So I mean, it was just a big mess. And so I've been getting on here, like I said, and everybody has been helping me with emotional support because I'm not gonna lie, a few days ago after I spoke with his girlfriend, his new girlfriend, I just felt like, you know what? Everybody would be better off and this is what he wants if I just end my life. And I won't have to deal with any repercussions in the future as well. I wasn't thinking about my kids, my family, I was just thinking about ending the pain that I kept feeling at the moment.
0: I, I want to say this. I mean, I'm not going to pretend and I'm not going to try to imagine what you're going through because I can't do that, Uh you know, because I, that, you know, that would just be leading you down a a, a false road and, and stuff like that. And we hear about stories. Um, like this um, all the time
1: oh, yeah. and,
0: and and you're gonna get you know people like like you said people are telling you that you know you know what just ignore it don't go back and say anything to him and his girlfriend and, and things like that that's probably you know some good advice but it it it, it is harder to not to do it
1: exactly especially right? when he's on social media everywhere
0: well yeah. when, he, when when especially when he's just turning around and bashing you all the time insulting you all the time and, and all this sort of thing it's hard not to retaliate yes you know so you're out there trying to defend yourself
1: oh yeah yes right
0: and saying that you know what this is just bullshit. yep it you know and and stuff like that. But, you know, um, geez, God, you know, it's like, you know, like I've talked about these things before on my podcast, you know, when it comes to cyberbullying and and just bullying in general. And this is, you know, it's not, I guess, I guess we can't call it what it is. You know, he is bullying you, you know, to an extent. And it's not just you. I mean, we're, like, I, I don't I don't know your age, but when it comes to teenagers and younger people, when this keeps continuing on and you get that thought in your mind that, you know what, I'm better off not being here and ending my life and and, and, and children and teenagers and and, and people that are in their 20s and 30s end up committing suicide because the cyberbullying or whatever it may be, key, may be doesn't stop
1: yep exactly
0: right right yeah right yep but you but you and, and others I mean they're honestly you know there is help there is help out there for you you know and uh, i I'm all ears really truly i am and yeah. I have empathy right Thank and you. that's why I asked and that's why I asked you to call it when I read your when, when I read your, your, your part of your thing here, that's what I said. You know what? You need to call me. Yeah. You know, because I'm not going to ignore that. And um, I'm, 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 you know, personally, I'm just sick and tired of people out there that cyber bully people. Amen. Whether,
1: me too. Right.
0: Right. When it comes from, look, I'm 60 years old. And when I was in grade school, it was the schoolyard. There was no such thing as internet. Oh yeah. Right? So now there is. And that and this is the this is what they they go to thinking that they're never gonna get caught. Right? They from cell phones to 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 the web or or, or social medias and stuff like that, they think that they can continue with this crap. And, and have no recourse. Yep,
1: exactly. You know,
0: and when people can be tracked, I mean, your IP address uh, uh, on your laptop, your computer, your cell phone can be traced right back to you. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. right. And, and and people like that, they don't they don't think about that. They don't care about that. All they want to do is harm people. Right, and I won't stand for it. I just simply won't.
1: Yeah, and I always run into people that are around my age and they're like, how can you not like social media? How can you you not have Twitter or Instagram? And I tell them, no, there was a time when I did have Instagram, Facebook, and even YouTube. YouTube, I consider now social media. And of I, because of what happened, I had to disconnect myself from everything. This pod bean is the only thing that I have. When I get on the internet now, all I do is look up Yahoo news or my city news. I do not look up anything else because social media is toxic and it's it's taken lives. It really has because these people, you're right, the bully, they get away with shit and it's not right. You know, it is just not right.
0: No, and, and um, social media, is a platform for spreading misinformation and disinformation, right? And um, look, I have, um, of course, I'm on Podbean because I do a podcast. That's the only reason why I'm on Podbean, right? But I do have Facebook. Um, I have, um, what is it called? Uh, I got to look at my phone because there's, I, I'm not on, I'm not on YouTube. I just, I watch, um, on YouTube, I, I, I like watching, uh, music videos, uh, and, and stuff like that from, you know, the era of rock and roll where I come from, <laughs> but, um, 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 LinkedIn. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Another social media. The only reason why I was on there because back in, in 2015 and 2016. Um, I went back and, and did a year of college of of uh, community service. And part of that program was getting your profile, linking and linking yourself to professionals and, and, and stuff like that. I have Facebook. And the only reason why I got Facebook and other media platform was to just promote my podcast. Yeah. Right. So when I do a show, I'll put on 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 the social medias that I have that. Hey, you know what? I'm doing a show at such and such a time. If you want to join me. Great. Thank you. And all that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. I do. I do go through Facebook and um, you know, like I, I you know, just browse through and see what's going on and stuff like that, you know, and you know, you probably heard back in January, February here in Canada that truckers probe uh, uh, protest that happened in Ottawa no, no, I oh, actually haven't no, it was uh it was just a huge fiasco. It was just nothing but a disaster and it became an occupation. It went on for three weeks. It was just horrific
1: oh.
0: right. but so you know, and then of course, on social media, you have you know all that um, misleading misinformation and information and conspiracy theories and and all that kind of stuff that goes on. You know, and it's just like, um, look, I'm Canadian and, um, of course, you know, the United States is our our next door neighbors, our friends and and, and stuff like that. But, um, I'm a Trump basher. I can't stand the man. You know, I really am, you know, and, and like so many people out there, whether, whether, um. You're a Repul- uh, Republican or a Democrat or whatever the case may be. You know, I can't stand somebody who just spreads disinformation about things and about disinformation about people. Yeah. It's such in your case, you know, spreading disinformation about you and hurting you. Yep. Right to the to the point where you 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 come to some conclusion that you know what I'm better off dead and that's and, and you know that to me I mean that's why I said you know what you need to call into me because that's alarming.
1: Yeah, it is, but I mean, when you're in such a dark state of mind, and somebody has really gotten into, I mean, this guy really—he's in my brain. And Mm -hmm. to where I have nightmares where I'm screaming and crying, you know? Mm -hmm. So when you're just in that place, all you see is dark. You don't see your kids, you don't see your family. So that, so your main goal is to, I want to get rid of the pain. How do I do that permanently and then avoid future pain? Your only solution is kill yourself because I mean, obviously we don't know what happens when we die, but maybe if I do that, I shoot, I know I won't have to feel this pain mentally or in my heart or anything like that. And then I won't ever have to think about or see this person again or any, I mean, I don't think I'll see him again, but I'm saying like, I won't have to deal with him ever again, no matter what he does.
0: And we don't want you to do that.
1: Yeah. And I'm, I'm trying so hard to not do that every day is a challenge i will say that every single day is a challenge because the future's unknown right now i don't i don't know what he's up he doesn't live in my state he lives in a different state so and i don't have i know he has a secret facebook and instagram i'm not stupid and i don't know them and i don't know his girlfriend's name or information so because of all that i don't know what he's doing and it's a good thing that i don't know what he's doing but it's also a bad thing Mm -hmm. because You know, I just, I don't want him anywhere, I'm not gonna say near me, but I'm saying, like, I just don't wanna go to court. I just don't want our personal business out there to the public too much. I mean, me talking on Podbean about it, that's different. You know, I I say what I wanna say on here. Um, Mm -hmm. And I try to be 100% honest with everybody. I'm not justifying what he did or what I did or whatever. I know it's our fault but at the same time, I'm just trying to tell the story. Cause I know some people are like, why are you feeling depressed? Why are you feeling this way? So I'm just letting them in on that, you know, just so they know mm-hmm. the story.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I fully understand that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, um, one of the um, um, with the uh, community service program um, in that program to um, we had to take this this extra course that I think it cost like one hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, I, I live here in London, Ontario, Canada, and uh, okay. we had uh, a, a group come in, and it it was about suicide. And you 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 would, I don't think this this would be uh, surprising to you or anybody else that um everybody knows somebody who has who had or even has suicide thoughts or has committed suicide
1: yes yeah right you you are absolutely correct yep yeah. i am
0: um... and, and i'm in that boat where i know somebody somebody who has done just that so it's not um, so it's not just it's, it it's not just uh, it's not secluded it's not because everybody knows somebody that has the thoughts or who has actually done it everybody this thing is, yeah. so I mean it's you know I'm glad you called in because can you, you know, can you comes, hear
1: me or is it breaking up?
0: No, I can hear
1: you. Okay. No, I was going to say about a year ago, I have a a cousin and I believe he was like 35, 36, something like that. He had three children. Uh, He was in the military and he had a wife that he had been with for so long. I mean, they've known each other since middle school. And um, he, we thought the out of all of my uncle's kids he was the one that was doing great than everybody like he went from being the worst kid in the family in their family to being the best kid because he supported his family he had a nice home um he didn't live in our state he actually had moved because of the military but we thought he was doing so awesome and then my uncle calls my aunt and my aunt calls my mom and my mom's like your cousin shot himself in the head and he had three children two were a little older they were probably like high school age um, middle school age and then he has a little one that's around my son's age which is like 10 or something like that and old me you know years back then if I was told this I would have said oh well he's selfish he's stupid you know why did he do that dumbass didn't think about his kids but since I've been through a lot and I've thought dark darkness the way he the way he did i understood and i told my mom i know why he did it it wasn't to hurt his kids or his dad or or in, i mean it, maybe it was to hurt his wife because i heard it had something to do with his wife leaving him but i said he saw he didn't and he was seeing a therapist too on top of this he was seeing a therapist through the freaking military and he felt that nobody could help him he was long lost gone and I'm sure that all he saw was just black darkness nothing else couldn't find the light so he went to a shooting range I was told and he just got the gun and he shot himself in the head I I couldn't go to the funeral because I funerals I hate them I don't care who it is I don't want to go but now a year later since i'm in such a dark space now i think about him a lot and i'm like i understand why he did what he did he wanted the pain to stop i don't blame him for doing it even though the rest of my family's like well his little children are you know his kids are without him how dare he do that yeah i get that but i mean he was hurting and you know it's i didn't talk to him but you know what if i would have talked to him I don't think I would I would have been helped because I'm I'm in a hurtful place myself. I had a a friend who was thinking suicidal thoughts uh, a few months ago and I was already feeling like crap by then. And she had contacted me crying and she was like, I want to kill myself. And I didn't I didn't know what to tell her. I had no clue what to tell her because i told her girl i'm kind of in the same boat at the moment and i don't know how to talk to you because i don't want you to tell you yeah go ahead and do it that's the only solution so i just stayed on the phone while she cried it out and i felt so bad because i couldn't help her i was in such a bad state myself
0: you know you know with the um our military personnel you know post post post-traumatic stress disorder you know, that's a real thing. Oh, yeah. And it took it, it took the governments for for decades to, to figure out what's going on with 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 people who left the military, you know, um, who were in conflicts and, and stuff like that around the world, stuff like that, uh, trying to figure out what's wrong and stuff like that is post post traumatic stress disorder. Um, that's a scary thing. I couldn't I couldn't even imagine. Um, you know, from American forces, Canadian forces, you know, in a democracy, countries around the world that their military personnel going through these sort of things, you know, but then, um, you know, in our personal lives, like for you and others um, who are being attacked on on social medias and verbally um, to the extent that it's just, gone to the point that you just for however you you just can't even manage the pressure anymore and 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 me personally you know me personally like I said I'm not going to pretend that I understand because I I, you know I wouldn't I won't give you that 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 false you know um, empathy because that would just be wrong yeah so to you know to talk to you you know and for you to you know i mean you're not i understand you're not going to elaborate the problem the problem stuff like that i get that i understand that you know that's entirely up to you you know but um like i said um there, uh, I mean, there, there must be something, I mean, I don't know what state you live in in the United States and stuff like that, but there must be um, somewhere, you know, in your state, your city, or whatever you live in that there are resources and, and help that you can turn to and especially, you know, talking about it helps too, right? Because when it comes to this sort of, uh, sort of thing, is that um, I I am more willing to to listen. You no, know, the... and you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no. The... Like, I'm not going to I'm not
0: going to judge you and, and, and say, you know, you know, like, OK, you know what? OK, you must be the bad person or you must be he or he must be the bad person. Because it, it, in some factual things, you know, it is the male that is the the perpetrator yeah right it is it, and that and that's a fact
1: right? i mean women,
0: women to to men women are are the easy people to attack
1: the prey it, it is
0: the prey right it it, it it is just it just pisses me off
1: yeah i mean i'm not gonna sound like you know goody goody i I mean, well, no, actually I will, because he would say that my accusations pushed me away. I kept accusing him of having feelings for his wife or cheating on me or whatever. But I was right. Everything that I said about him was absolutely correct because he didn't love me. When you love someone, you don't dump the person and then a few months later have some other woman in your bed, which is exactly what he did while the person that you told you love is pregnant by you. You don't do that. But he did that because he figured, oh, well, Chrissy's in a different state and I'm in a different state. I'm thousands of miles away from her so I can do whatever I want. I can push her out of my life completely, which is what he did. And I can just deal with these women, my ex-wife and my current girlfriend who's bossing me around. I mean, everybody on here was saying, well, he's allowing her to boss him around. Which is true. He is. Um, That's why when he was like, I think you're a great, awesome friend, but you said you already have enough friends. You don't need me as a friend. I that was even bullshit, too, because if he wanted to have stayed my friend, he would have. Like for me, all he saw was a cash cow. And what I mean was is I gave him the very last dime I had because I thought he needed it. And I sent him gifts for his birthday. I sent him stuff and he did not appreciate it. He just used me as a kid. He didn't need my money. He gets money from YouTube. He gets money from his job, money from his friend. He gets a lot of money everywhere fr- from selling music. He does uh, music with his cousin. So he he didn't need the fucking money. But he did tell me one time, why spend your money you know, some, why spend your own money when you can spend somebody else's? He told me that once. That should have been red flag number one, but it wasn't. So I'm healing from this stupid idiot that scammed me, that lied to me, that used me, that basically raped me and robbed me from everything that I had. That is how I feel. And I'm trying to control myself from doing revenge on him because I of course, more than anything, I want him to feel the way that I do. I don't know if he will feel the way that I do. Maybe some other girl will cause that. And that's what I'm praying for in the future. But I mean, will he ever have sympathy for me or feelings or anything like that? Nope. I mean, that's why I, I was suicidal or, you know, that's why I get suicidal because I'm thinking this dude wants me dead anyway. He doesn't care. All I wanted was for him to just care from the very beginning and he never cared he just smooth talked to me he's basically a rattlesnake in the dirt without a rattle he doesn't rattle before he strikes
0: so he um i'm just trying to piece put pieces together um so he was in this you know so he was in this other relationship and just i'm just guessing here that then he broke up with that relationship he met you but obviously he still had feelings for the other person yep is that okay so and then um he gets this other person pregnant
1: and then what i'm sorry so it's like,
0: so, is, so is he like it like so he had so like i'm saying he was dating somebody he broke up he met you But in his back pocket, he still had this individual.
1: Um, He met me. Well, he still had feelings for his wife. And I bet he still does to this day. He will always have because he was with his wife for a long time. He's known her for a long time. They have two kids together. He will always love her by the way he talks. I could tell. Um, I thought she was the one that moved back in his house. But now I'm thinking she's not the one that's back in the house. It's the girlfriend. Um, I got pregnant by him and I'm thinking that the girlfriend got pregnant by him, too, because he immediately dumped me in December. By by uh, the end of December, some new girl started working with him and he started hitting on her while I was on the fucking phone with him. And when he would hang up with me, he was talking to her. He was telling her this chick is pregnant in a different state. What should I do? He was asking her stuff like that. I didn't know what he was doing. And then eventually uh, they hit it off. They started, you know, messing around it because she's in his hometown. She's convenient. I'm not. And then he pushed me aside before I even had the baby. He blocked me and then he changed his number. And then he would cry that he couldn't get a hold of me to video chat. I didn't want to give him pictures of the baby. He would complain about all that. And I told him you blocked me. You changed your number. You did everything to block us out. So now you just have to deal with your decision. I was like, sign your rights. And then I told him, you probably have somebody. I barely found out recently that that girl moved in and she moved in two months ago, which means she moved in before my baby was born and he was trying to hide all that so he can get his way so he can either take because he also did want to take my baby, he said, why don't you just give me the baby and you disappear? he was trying to, he's trying to erase me. I'm the mistake. Not anybody else or, or the baby, just me. So he wanted to take her. And of course I told him, no, I was like, go to hell. So you're going to have some other girl raising her. And I was right. I was right about everything. I, he's exactly like my ex-husband. He's a snake. And so I told him, you know, I was like, don't talk to me. And I would tell him, Sometimes I want to talk to you about stuff and the baby, but then sometimes I don't because I have a feeling you're with somebody. And then that's a few days ago. That's when his girlfriend called and told me, yeah, we're talking. I moved in. His mom knew. And I asked his stupid mother a few months ago and she lied to me. She condoned his behavior, which is worse. I told her, you know, I'm not going to contact her. I mean, she told me not to contact her anymore. Anyway, she's on his side. She's calling me crazy. They're calling me crazy, obsessive, uh, stalker. But you know what? I loved him. I don't care what anybody says. I loved him. I fell on my knees in love with him. I don't know why because he didn't do nothing for me. But, I mean, if me being obsessive and stalker-ish is me that I fell in love with him and that I'm protective over my kids. Well, then, damn, you might as well call me that because that's exactly what I am. But of course, I would never fly out there. I would never confront him because I knew he was going to say those things. And I told him, I said, I'm not going to fly up there and and see you or anything, because not even for the baby, because you're just going to call the cops and cry wolf like a little girl. But anyway, I. Since we're blocked from everything and he's cut us off completely and now I can't even send him a message without him deleting it on YouTube, I just, I want to leave him alone. I relapsed yesterday. Yesterday was the last time that I messaged him. Uh, So he does have a lot of text messages from me and everything. And I do look like a crazy person, but I just don't want him to take me to court or anything like that. I just want him to, and him, him and his girlfriend to stop talking about me and hopefully it will because for my mental state i don't want my name or my children's name in their mouth i just want them to if they want me to leave them alone they need to leave me alone it goes both ways
0: yeah yeah it you know it's but that's very true and and it's um but someone you know for instance um so let's say you know you, you both stop for a bit and then someone picks it back up and starts the insults all over again. It's so easy. And and that goes for everybody. It is so easy to retaliate. Oh, yeah. Even even if you don't want to, you know, it just gets to the point that you say, fuck it. You know what? I don't like what you said. And I'm going to retaliate. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, he has a child with you. He has a responsibility to the child with you. I mean, there are laws
1: yeah, um, but in
0: every state that, you know, um, you can go after him for child support. I don't, I he, don't can, he, can, he can take you to court for all he wants. He, he can try to, try to prove you um, uh, 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 a, a parent that is not fit, which is really difficult to do. You know, it's difficult,
1: it, but then when I was pregnant, I would tell him, look, I want to kill myself because he would really bring me down. Even when I was pregnant, I was feeling this way. And he would tell, he he told me, I'm recording you. And I could easily call CPS or I could take you to court and use that against you, which is true. He can, you know, he really can. But no, I was going to say, this is why I haven't pushed anything because he doesn't have paternity. He has nothing right now. And if he does ask for anything, I'm just going to fight it because he's toxic. And he always will be. He's not going to change that. I don't know if he's toxic with those other women, but he's definitely toxic with me. And I don't want that in my life right. at all. Or my well, kids.
0: I, I I honestly believe it doesn't stop with you. right? But with not even moral.
1: those... See, because Something will happen
0: down the line that he's going to do the same thing with somebody else.
1: But he's made me feel that I'm the only one because I'm ugly and unattractive and the women he gets with, like the women he really gets with, they're beautiful and they have like these beautiful bodies and everything. I can't even believe they're with him. I mean, maybe he flashes his money around. I don't know. Um, But they actually get with him and so I'm thinking... Is he treating me this way just because he's not attracted to me? Or does he treat this to every woman? I I never talked to his wife, so I don't know what her reason was for leaving him. But I, I don't know. I mean, I think maybe he traps because his wife definitely was trapped. She couldn't leave for a while because she didn't work or nothing like that. And he told me he's like, I didn't mind her not working. And that was, I guess, his way of keeping her there. And he's already doing this with this new girlfriend. He made this new girlfriend quit her job. So she has no money coming in and she's just staying there, relying off of his money solely. And he's raising her and a little baby that she has by somebody else.
0: How long was, do you, do you know how long he was with his, his first wife?
1: Uh, yeah, he had been married to his wife for almost like, I don't know, like eight or nine years. And then they separated, uh, but she didn't move out until 2019. And they're technically still married. I think they're going through a divorce finally, but they they're still married. So it's probably like more, it's probably like 10 years that they've been married, 12 years.
0: And then were you, um, well, I guess maybe you you wouldn't or may know, were you then um, the next woman in his life? Or do you think you're you're somewhere in between?
1: Oh, no, no, no. After she moved out, then I became, I got into his life. She moved out in 2019. I got into his life at the end of 2020. Okay. But see, I don't know if he was still sleeping with his wife. I don't know if he was still flirting with her. Um, I only heard some of the conversations a few of the conversations that I heard, it did sound like he still had feelings for her. And whenever I would tell him, like, oh, you can't talk to your wife that way no more because I'm in your life, he would hang up on me. He would block me for a few hours. He would do childish shit like that that I should have turned away from, and I never did. I would answer him after he would unblock me. I would cry. I would video contact him crying. And it was like he was laughing in my face, like, wow, I have this girl right where I want her.
0: Right. And then his girlfriend now is like a couple years.
1: No. Um, so
0: a year. Uh
1: he met this chick. Okay, so me and him, okay, let, let me just start this way. Me and him, we started talking in 2020. Not as frequent though. 2021 is when me and him started really talking, like every day. Uh October 2021 is when we met. But by December 2021, we were, you know, finger quotes, broken up, I was already pregnant. And then a little bit after December, or maybe around December, I don't really remember, is when that stupid girl came along at his job, or so he told me, and they worked night shift. And he was flirting with her and everything. And I would tell him, Look, you're flirting with that girl. And he would say, no, we're not flirting. But then he would say, well, me and you are not together anymore anyway. Like, I don't have feelings for you. We're just friends and we're just gonna talk for the baby. But yet he would still talk to me on the phone a lot at that time. Uh, By May and June is when it really started to die down, where he didn't wanna talk to me no more. He would hang up. I think that was when he was screwing her already. And then of course, uh, sometime in July, she moved in. And then at the end of july uh, that's when i had my baby but i was already blocked i was already blocked from his phone number i had to call him private he didn't answer and then i told him why didn't you answer on the day that i was having her and he goes well one i was asleep and number two i muted all notifications Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but it was because that girl was there Mm -hmm. and she told me well i told him, why didn't he you know, go, go down there to go be with you and the baby. But I think she was just playing stupid when she said that, you know, I was like, well, you know, cause your ass is there. He ain't going to come deal with us. But when I, when she contacted me, I told her, oh, are y'all together? And he would tell me I could talk to whoever I want as friends, but I don't have a girlfriend. So I asked her, I said, are y'all together or something or what? And she goes, no, we're not together. He thinks we are, but we're not. She's like, I just, but then She contradicted herself because then I was thinking, well, why is she concerned about what girl he talks to on the phone? I mean, we have a kid together. Him and his wife have two kids together. Why the fuck is she concerning herself with who he's talking to?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But, yeah, that guy, he just hops. He's never really been single. He told me he knows what it's like to be single for years, but it's a lie. He's never really been single. He's always had a girlfriend. Mm Mm-hmm. And he tries to get with the best looking girlfriend, except me. I was an exception because, like I said, I was just a cash cow.
0: So, (laughs) so (laughs) I'm sorry. So he somehow um, doesn't just trying to. um, I'm a male, and um, yeah, like any guy. I mean, um, we always want to be the be with with attractive women and stuff like that i mean obviously um you know he he was attracted to you and he found you attractive
1: no he didn't
0: um i mean why not i mean he must have uh, There must you know i mean you're i mean you're not a millionaire so it, it can't be about money
1: no 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 i'm not rich but no it was about money because in the very beginning i started helping him out by financially i started sending him gifts for his birthday and these were nice things they weren't like gucci or something like that but they were nice things and it was not cheap um even when i went up there he told me where's the playstation 5 i'm a little bit disappointed you didn't bring it because i told him i bought him a playstation 5 bundle when he told me that i was like wow i cannot believe he said that because the playstation 5 they're hard to find and they cost upward $700 to $1,000.
0: Yeah, so, I,
1: I mean, he he could have bought this himself, but remember he had told me in the past, why use my money when I can use somebody else's? And that's what he was doing to me because he didn't have no no love. I didn't feel any love from him. I didn't feel no feelings from him, not even friendship feelings. I felt nothing from him. It was like, I was talking to a robot that's why i say he he these two women that he's been with he treats differently because we for the baby we did talk about moving in together but he never said he was going to pay the bills and help us he just said that he was going to live under my roof while i pay the bills and everything and you know he's going to help me with the baby and supposedly help me with my son but then he changed that and then this girl I don't know if she's pregnant or what because she moved in very quickly mysteriously but he told her to quit and it pisses me off because he's he's uh supporting her financially and he's supporting a little baby that she has that little baby i don't know whose baby that is i don't i mean it could have been his maybe he knocked her up before he met me i don't know because that baby's older it's like about i don't know a year older or something like that but I mean, he said that it was some other guy's baby. I I don't know. They could have been fucking lying about that whole shit too. I just basically got dragged into this circus. <laughs> Let's just put it that way, you know.
0: Yeah, you know the the thing too is that um, it's kind of hard to explain. You know, this goes. I mean, this goes on all the time. You know where. Uh, men and, and stuff like that, you know, kinda think that, you know, they think that the woman, you know, has money and stuff like that and they're just gonna just somehow play it some way, you know, not to make it look like that. Hey, you know what, I'm just I want things from you and and, and stuff. I I don't even I I can't even comprehend how even that fucking works. You know what I mean? I can't I can't even imagine trying to play somebody. Yeah. You know, and and then try, and then maybe someone trying to play me. I mean, I'm smart enough. I've been around long enough, you know, to, to figure it out whether you're fucking me around or, or you're serious.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: You know what I mean? So, It's just, it's just hard to. I mean, it's just try. I, I, I can't. I'm not going to pretend to to even know because I don't even know. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm going to be straight up and honest with you because I'm not going to sit here and feed you bullshit and say, you know what, you're a fool to fall for it. You know because love is so fucking blind. It isn't funny. Oh yeah. You know, I've been, I've been, look, I've been married twice. Right. I have a daughter from my first marriage. She's 37 years old. That's the only child that I have. I got married the second time. Right. She left her husband, you know, because she told me that he was an alcoholic and he verbally abused her. How
1: old were were you when you got married a second time? If you don't mind me asking, or when you got with the second one,
0: I was 32. Okay. Right. So I was 32 and she okay. was 28. Oh, wow. Right. So, um, yeah. So, you know, like he, she said that, you know, he drank a lot and he was verbally abusive and stuff like that. I thought, Jesus Christ, you know, that's not good, you know, someone to be like that. And and she had an affair, you know, because of it. Yeah. So, you know, I'm thinking, OK, well, I'm, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. I'm not, you know, not going to doubt you and stuff like that and then you know we dated we dated from 1990 to 95 we got married in 95 and we were separated in 97 because you had an affair wow you know so five years of dating and then marriage i mean i I mean I mean, five years is long enough to know somebody, you think, anyways, right? It's just That's what you would think, that I, I know this person well enough, you know, and, and stuff like that. We both worked. You know, we didn't have any children together. She had her yeah. two, you know, and then two years later, you know, 1997, you know, she goes off and have ha- has this affair. And I'm thinking, well, that really sucks, I guess once a cheater is always a cheater yeah right Right? and i've been single and no word of a lie i've been single since 1997 because of that
1: wow like but no dates no nothing
0: here here and there date you know nothing serious we you know we didn't like date to move into one another and stuff like that is just just not a, a serious relationship since then.
1: Well, I don't know what they have. Like I said, they both told me that they were just talking and that, you know, but I know they already had been together sexually. And I was thinking, well, this guy just sleeps with women that he doesn't take seriously, which he did tell me that in the past. He did tell me that he's met women online, that he's brought to his apartment, to sleep with and then you know he'll cut them off or he won't take them seriously um i don't know how long he'll date them for and i don't know how many women he's actually lived with i thought it was just his wife uh but this girl he moved in very quickly now with me when i first started talking to him back in 2021 before i saw him in the summertime he did want me to move in with him he got into a fight with his ex-wife Um, I don't, I don't know about what, cause he didn't tell me, but he got into a fight with her and he called me and he said, let me ask you something. He said, would you want to move in with me? Like, just do it. And I was like, I don't even know you that well. We barely been talking for a few months. And then secondly, I can't just drop everything in Texas and go all the way up there north of United States to move in with you where I don't know anybody. And he was kind of like down and upset about it because I said no. And I found that kind of weird. I was like, why does he just want me to move in with him so quick? Like, this is a guy that moves fast when he told me he doesn't move fast. Even his ex-wife, he told me that they met up and I don't know how long they talked for, but he said that they met each other and six months later they got married. So he's, a, he's just a hopper. You know he moves very quick
0: Mm-hmm. yeah so i've been, we've had a couple of people come on the show too and um i just wanted to mention you know um so i started my show um an hour or five minutes ago and uh it was about misinformation and disinformation uh, chrissy comes on and you know what's the show about i tell her and um ask her how she is and then she Mentions that you know she had these feelings of suicide and stuff like that. So um, I felt that it was important that you know Chrissy could call in, um, and and we talk about this. And 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 I'm gonna, and I and I tell my uh, listeners that you know uh, this is a live show, and it doesn't matter when people call in. If I go off subject, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. And, and when someone like yourself, you know, mentions that you've had these, uh, suicide, suicidal thoughts and stuff like that is something that I am not going to ignore. You know what I mean? And, um, that's why I said, you know, Hey, you know what, Chrissy called it, you know, you know, let's talk. You yeah. And I'm, and, and, and I'm glad you did, you know, because, um, I, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't judge people um, because, you know, because they have problems. You know what I mean? Because I'm not going to say, you know what, you got problems, fucking deal with it. That's not who I am. You know, I have empathy. And I am more willing to listen to people. And yes, there's always two sides to every story you know, and stuff like that. But I, you know, this to me, when, when you said, you you know, you, you had um, um, thought about suicidal thoughts and stuff like that, that, you know, it's an important conversation to have with people. And that's why, you know, I said, Chrissy, call in because, you know, you need someone to talk to, you want to talk to somebody you know, and and that's really important. And, and and I just want to say to people out there that, you know, don't, you know, just push people aside because they, they're feeling down or whatever the case may be, you know, invite them to a conversation.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really glad that, um, you called in and, um, you know express your concerns and, and, and your thoughts and your feelings and, and stuff like that and um you know that, that 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 is so important so i just just wanted to mention that to people on the show that you know even though i have a topic to talk about and you know people i mean people call in sometimes and we just go off topic and that's absolutely fine with me you know yeah. because the topic the topic can wait for another day, you know what I mean? Uh, the, the podcast is going to go on, you know, and and the topic can be another day and about something else, and I can bring the topic back up later. It doesn't matter, yeah, you know. So that's why I, you know, I always tell people on my show that you know, if you know, if you call in and like I say, you want to talk about something, you know, as long. As people are, you know, are being respectful, you know, they're not being racist and, and all that kind of stuff. I'll have a conversation with you. Yeah. You know, of course. So, yeah. So I'm glad you called in Chrissy. I, I really am. And, um, I, you know, um, I can, I can only, you know, uh, wish you the best. You know, and and of course, like I said, you know, there are people, you know, out there, um, professionals, and you know, to to talk to, and um, you know, go down that av go down that avenue because there are a lot of people who out there will help and, and, and listen.
1: Ah. I have, I have a few times. It's just, it depends. Sometimes I like listening to them and then sometimes I don't because they won't really give me advice. Um, they'll just tell me, Oh, you can't think that way. You're not allowed to think that way. Cause you're a mom. And I'm like, mm, I know I can think this way, you know, mom or not. I can believe me. I can think this way. So yeah. I just I, I like instead talking to real people, people from here, uh, since I don't have social media at all, I don't even have YouTube no more. So people from here, because it makes me feel like at least I'm getting real perspectives and at least it's these people on here, they, they can share their experiences that they've had, even though it might not be exactly the same, but it can be similar in certain ways. And then yeah, they won't yeah. judge me. I feel like therapist people, they just judge you, especially if you're a parent, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they're, I, I don't know their their profession is kind of like, um, I mean, they're not supposed to be judgmental, you know what I mean? They're, they're yeah. there to help you, right? They're there to give you the resources, um, to, to get through the things that you're going through, right? You know, you know, it just seems that, you know, yeah. these people have this, this perfect life that nothing has ever happened to them in their lives and, and stuff like that. And they come from this, this proper family. And it's like, Jesus Christ, man, will someone just come down to reality here for a moment?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: You know what I mean? So believe me, I mean, um, through my, my first marriage and custody battle and all kinds of problems and stuff like that. I, I, I went um, through counseling, you know, and, and I'm not the only one, you know, and I made it very clear to them that, you know, you're going to listen to me and, you know, um, it's like, don't, look up don't look down on me because you're up here you know what i mean and i'm gonna tell you how i feel right yeah and you're gonna hear it and then when i'm done we can work on the resources that's going to help me so i went through, i did I, I went through counseling because it was just a fucking mess you know, and, um, yeah, I went, uh, I think it was for a good year that I went to counseling, you know, um, not only, it wasn't only just to help me, but it was also to help me help my daughter.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, and, and stuff like that. So, um, I, I say to people, don't, don't feel ashamed that you have to go and seek help because, you know. Um, it's a good thing to do that, you know. So, um, you know, I'm 60 years old, and I did that when I was in my 20s. Wow! You know, I went through counseling in my 20s. I was 22 when I became a father.
1: Yeah, yeah. You
0: know, I, mean, I was so the only my daughter, Yeah, my daughter was born in 1985. I was 22. So, um, yeah, so I was probably around 25, you know, when I went to counseling.
1: Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I might try to find something that I'm comfortable with and, and see, you know. Yeah. You,
0: yeah, you have to feel things out, you know, what, what, what makes you comfortable. Um, you know, but, um, also too, I mean. It, they probably, I don't know for sure. They might recommend exercises, like mental exercises, for you to do and and stuff like that. Whatever you, whatever you channel to, to to seek out and and for help, you know. Um, just I guess it's it, 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 for me too because it took me it took me a while, you know, to find that connection with somebody who I felt I could talk to and who I felt I could trust. Yeah. Right. And it, it, and of course, you know, going through that, um, what was happening to me and, you know, you know, having the child that's caught in the middle between two people, you know, and what was going on, you know, I had to record, things on paper because I you know there was back then there was nothing to record on I'm a tape recorder How, what am I going to carry the tape recorder around with me mm-hmm. so I had to write things down all the time you know and yeah. and, and stuff like that and I had and, you know and, and of course be able to back it up and and everything else right so it, it took a lot honestly it did you know and in the trials and tribulations. Through it was like that, you know, I sometimes I thought I was just losing my freaking mind. Oh, know? yeah. I had, I had to stay strong, you know, for my own personal health. And I had to stay strong for my daughter, too. Yeah. Right? And that's what
1: I'm trying like, to do. It, it's yeah. a day-to-day process.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. It, it, it is. It, it's, it doesn't happen overnight. You know, it takes time. And you, you just, even though how dark the days may seem or the brighter the days may seem, um, you have to find that, that one certain spot where you can just stay there and move forward and focus.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I sorry. Hope,
0: Yeah. I hope I, 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 you know, I hope that, um. You can find that spot and um feel positive i mean feel really positive about yourself first up first and foremost you know and then um we may i i mean as human beings i mean we don't take every advice that comes our way you know whether it's parental advice or friendship advice or counseling advice and, and stuff like that. We have to, we have to find that, that, that mutual ground, you know, where we can start to say, okay, you know what, this is the level that I'm comfortable with. Then I had to do the same thing. I had to find that ground.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: Yeah. So Yeah. I don't know. So you still there?
1: Yeah, I was going to say it's a day to day thing and it's tough. And sometimes I get the urge to to want to check up on him on social media and things like that, even though I want to say he probably won't post anything where I can see it. He's going to do it behind the scenes cause that's how he is. Um, but still, still, it's, it still mm-hmm. concerns me. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, just, uh, I, I, I really don't, like I said, I mean, you just have to find that common ground, um, where it is helping, it is helping you and it is helping, um, um your child. Um you know that's you just uh you just it, it's just something that you know you have to work towards.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. And I also want to say too if you can um uh, my connection's going poor here, I don't know why, but um you're more than welcome to to, to come on my show um to talk about whatever Chrissy, okay? you there
1: okay awesome thank you for having me on here as
0: well yeah thank you for having me on here as well yeah you're very welcome and you can you're more than welcome here and um you're more than welcome to to call in and and we can talk about whatever
1: okay great thank you
0: okay you're very welcome and you take care of yourself okay you too Okay, and I hope to hear from you uh, when the next time I do my show is probably next weekend. So um, I do want to thank Christy for calling in. I want to thank the listeners for coming on the show. Um, you know, when it comes to um, situations where people, um, it doesn't matter, you, you know, you're, you're having a, a rough time or just a rough day trying to get through things. And um, this was, um, I feel that this was a really important conversation um, for Chrissy, you know, because he was, you know, feeling, um, feeling suicidal. she says that she has friends, friends out here on Podbean and um, that they saved her. Um, for the day, and we'd like to save her um, for the rest of her life, you know, so like I say, when I do a show, and people call in, and we go off topic, I don't have a problem with that, right, I don't, Um, and like I said too, that as long as that you are respectful, and you're not being hateful to, to people or being disrespectful and stuff like that. I don't have a problem going off topic, but I felt that, you know, this was something that, you know, it is very serious. When people, even in, in conversation say, you know, I thought about ending it meaning I thought about ending my life that is time when people, you know, need to help individuals that have these, that have these thoughts. And, and I hope Chrissy, um, you know, through this conversation, um, that, um, You know she'll come back on my show and talk to me you know i i'm more than willing to to listen to her and um i'm not a professional when it comes to a crisis like this but you know um sharing a little bit about myself you know i i I mean, it doesn't mean there's comparison here of of any sorts, but at some point in our lives, we might need professional help and there's no shame in reaching out and asking for help. People, you know, there's a lot of people who have a lot of empathy, and I'm one of them. And I will listen. But I want you to know that if you are, are in a crisis, even though I'm here in Canada, and you in the United States, you know, Podbean, being, you know, all this stuff on this show is recorded. You know, so... There's still ways of, of getting help to people. Doesn't matter where you are. You know, um... Feel free to to call in, even though I'm doing a show about a, a, any a, any other topic. I mean, feel free to call in. It if, if, doesn't matter what it is, you know, just as long as it's nothing, you know, it's nothing, you know, misinformation, different, disinformation, um, no extremists and, you know, and, and, and crap like that, you know, um, so, there's always help, right? People don't think for one second, or maybe they do, that when somebody is being mentally abused, but they don't think that it leads to a mental illness, when in fact it does. I've talked about mental illness on my pro- program before. And from time to time I come back to it because it is a social issue and it's an important issue to talk about. Whether, you know, people don't think about, you know, people being bullied you know back in my day in the schoolyard when there was no, inter- no internet no internet no social media no cell phones and then the internet happens in in the late 80s and 90s and then cyberbullying comes along and they think that the playground bullying has gone away which has never has gone away and they don't think it has any ill effect on people And when in fact it does, and it does lead to mental illness, and it does lead to suicide. And I'm more than happy to look up these topics and talk about it on my show. So I want to thank everybody who came on my show tonight. Um, I appreciate you joining the truckers podcast. And like I said, you want to talk, call in and talk. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm more willing to listen to you. And um, like I said, just putting out there, I'm not a professional. I can only tell you that there's help. Whether you live here in Canada, you live here in the United States, there are agencies out there that will help. So thank you for joining me this evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is 11.07 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here in Southern Ontario, Canada. This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug from Ontario, Canada. Thank you for joining me this evening.